we back with another one. We're back again. Filling the gap. We need like a we need like an intro. We need like a this is filling the gap. Welcome back. That'd be oh, that's a good something. Right oh there. no, yeah. We need get, some to get your sister somebody come and do that for us. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I so like y'all, this is filling the gap. If you don't know, this is our mission statement. We um we are dedicated to bridging disparities and creating equitable opportunities for all individuals. We believe our mission is to identify and address gaps in various domains. We strive to empower individuals and communities, ensuring that what? No one is left behind. No one. And together we can fill a we can fill the gap and build a brighter future for all. Everybody, 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 everybody. Everybody. Man, listen, thank you to those who have reached out to us that have been uh, significantly, ble- significantly blessed by what we're doing and um, just sharing our testimonies and life experience with those that are connected and you can vibe and feel where we're coming from. It means a lot to us. Continue to connect, subscribe and follow us as well as we continue to talk about the differences and how we can come together to understand how we can grow as we fill the gap from generation to generation and for those who've been connected we've been talking about trauma 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 trauma, trauma. and i think today will probably be the conclusion of the trauma so we don't continue to go too deep because we can go deep with this right yeah but i think today we can talk about generational trauma that's it's good that, that's it's, heavy. it's good generational yeah. trauma. and that's from the last segment when we ended and we said we had something else that was going to be uh that's going to be hot. This is it right off the press. So I'm going to give you a statistic. Statistics are saying from trauma and its aftermath from Boston University. It says that over 20 and 24 countries in which this study was conducted, over 70 percent of respondents experienced traumatic events and over 31 percent have experienced four or more events in their life. That's a lot. Yeah, that is. 24 countries and you're talking about over uh, 70% of the people that is crazy. And then we're talking about generational trauma. So this is a definition of generational trauma. And this is something that we don't necessarily hear a lot about. We hear about trauma, right. mental well-being, mental health, but we don't really dive into why we still have certain traumatic experience from generation to generation because it is a generational trauma yeah and the definition for that is generational trauma can be best defined as psychological and emotional wounds that have accumulated over time and transferred to future generations Whoa. that can be symptoms from uh, uh, anxiety depression substance abuse and so forth and that's that's deep that's no. that's deep So it goes back to what we said before previously that many traumas are based off childhood or childhood experiences that have developed from a seed to a tree over time. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. So, you know, um, we talked about me having a a phobia of fear in the past or even now I hate spiders. Right. I hate insects, bugs and, in general, and, and bugs in general, because I was, I was traumatized by watching so many crazy, scary movies dealing with insects, dealing with spiders, dealing with ants, dealing with whatever it was, you know. And as I got older, something so small would have more power over me to right, cause right. me not to want to kill it or to get it out the house. I remember your mom called me a couple of years ago when I was in the school system. 
And she called me on the phone screaming, it's a frog in the house. Oh, yeah, you I remember know, that. It's a frog yeah. in the house. And she about, so I had, to, I had to turn around from going to work to come back to the house to get the frog that I was scared of too exactly. out the house. But I couldn't be no punk. You know, yeah, I had to yeah. be man. So I came in there with the broom and a dustpan and <clears throat> got it out. But, you know, um, it was traumatizing to her. Right. You yeah. know, so I need me some water. Yeah, you want to get water? <clears throat> I think I'd be high to clear my throat. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's definitely just those things just growing up. But talking about generationally, for those who don't know, I told a story in the last one about, you know, me going to play pickleball and this old lady <laughs> was just like, excuse you, because I just walked across the court and I was like, I, I just got here. Like, I'm. that's how I, there's only mm-hmm. one way to get to where I need to go. But just the the fact that she just had to go out of her way, you know, to be disrespectful or ignorant. I'm like, it's nine a.m. in the morning, right? Like, why why are you like this? <laughs> like, and it had to be from again, like we said too, something happened in her past, and that goes into how we formulate um, those biases or prejudices or those assumptions about people, places, and things that are not necessarily true. But based off our own trauma, that's the first thing that comes to our mind. Right. The first thing we think of when we see somebody or we think we're about to have that similar experience. It causes us to think negatively mm-hmm. um, or we, re- we react negatively because there's a difference between responding and reacting. And a lot of times we're reacting to situations and not responding. That's good. And I feel like you have to think about um, you have to think about <clears throat> what you want to say or what um you or the reaction you want to give off you know so you're not one being disrespectful and yep that's true letting those experience control your i guess control the things that you do yeah yeah and that's so crucial because a lot of times when you talk about triggers if we don't recognize or deal with what has caused us to be the way we are over time, we become habitual to it where it becomes part of our everyday routine. Yeah. And if it becomes part of our everyday routine, that means that someone else can press that trigger and us unknowingly react to what they're saying or doing that causes us to be enraged or shut down or be depressed or have anxiety or have blood pressure or, whatever the case may be because of that, that trauma that we develop over time that we never dealt with. Mm-hmm. We just pushed it aside or, or kept in a closet, locked the key, you know, threw away the key. Or, but it's, it's always going to come back up. Yeah. You always going to go through something. Somebody's going to press some button and there, there it is again. And I was like, you can't, you can't hide it, but no, you just got to deal with it. So let me ask you this question. So since we're talking about generational trauma, do you think there? Have you experienced or do you know of someone that has experienced trauma that has been that can be categorized as something that's generational? Uh, I feel like like for me, when, when you start talking about trauma and like um, it being generational, I think from social media. Yeah. Um, a lot of things can be traumatizing. Um not just your own experiences, but like now you see other things that people are going through, mm-hmm. which are traumatizing. All the um, George Floyd and all the other things is traumatizing. And I'm like, oh, now 
if I'm in a car with someone that gets pulled over, like, why do I feel this way towards police? Because it's traumatizing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's just not nothing I like physically went through. Right. But because I've seen this and I know what can be a cause of this, you're traumatized or right, right. your heart's beating fast because you're about to get pulled over and you don't know what's going to happen. Like that is traumatizing. A lot of sometimes people don't understand it because they're not of the same, you know, race or or skin yeah yeah yeah. so it's just it also you know differs to you know the background the history Mm -hmm. of why something is traumatic and the things that have taken place and that's i'm glad you mentioned that because now that's something that hopefully many people can identify with as being a generational trauma right because it goes well beyond the civil rights back in the 50s and 60s it goes way beyond the the 1800s and it's going from generation to generation to generation yeah um to the point where um you right when you even hear the sirens or if you see the police on the opposite side of the street you're wondering are they gonna make a u-turn exactly you know it causes your posture to change make you cut down the radio and your music ain't even loud exactly it's like you changing up everything right everybody be quiet your posture and your, your, your chair changes because of that that realization is and it's a real it's reality even though it's traumatizing it's reality mm-hmm. for some people that have not experienced it now for me growing up i did have my my um some situations not to that level where i was traumatized you know i was at a gas station at one instance i was in a gas station um back in south holland illinois it was like two in the morning i'm pumping gas and sure enough as live and breathe i was minding my own business and Police pulled up behind me, around my plates, um, had me get out the car. I mean, the whole nine yards. So, you know, I don't even think I told my parents about that one. But <laughs> it it, <laughs> it kind of, it can't for me, that put a staple in what I've always heard. Yeah. But when I experienced it for myself, it took it to another level. So I think, too, when you're talking about trauma, it's different when you hear about it as mm-hmm. opposed to when you experience it right. for yourself. It gives you a whole new appreciation um for um the experience but then also um it causes you to be more sympathetic and compassionate to those that are that have also gone through it Mm -hmm. or that are going through it because you have something you can relate with or relate to so um some some traumas some people look at it all all trauma being negative, but some traumas can be positive if you come out strong and you can help somebody else walk through that process. Yeah. Because everyone that goes through something in life needs somebody to be a trailblazer. They need somebody, whether they want to go through it or not, to be the visual and the template or the blueprint that, okay, if they came out as a survivor, if they came out successful, then I can too yeah. because I'm not going to let what happened generationally whether it's in my family or in the community, dictate to me when I can be healed, right? when I can be whole, when I can move forward in purpose because of something that has happened in the past. So I think that's very critical to, to breaking those generational cycles of trauma. Um, some people um, are traumatized due to their environment, you know, mm-hmm. the projects um, or low-income communities or a broken home or a a foster home, but that's not your end game. Right. You know, and I think having, like we said before, that strong support system can really help pull people out of those um, traumatic lows 
to help them be great. And it's needed. It's definitely a mindset too. Cause I'm yeah. like, you ever heard of the saying where it's like you, um, if this is all you known, like there's, it's hard mm-hmm. for you to like come out of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If, there's, if you've always known not having a lot of money, when you do get a lot of money, you're still going to be acting like you don't got a lot of money. Cause it's just what, all you've known. Yeah. And it's, it's also like coming out of that mindset and just having people around you to help you. Yeah. Help you. And I think too, you have to want to be helped. True. You have to want to come out of a place where you are just there because of fear and trauma will cause you to stay in a place of torment or fear. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, you don't have the right sphere of influence around you. You don't have that positive energy around you. You don't have those encouraging you around you um, to motivate you to come out. Yep. To, to go higher, to go to go go harder you know and that is important because when you talk about breaking generational trauma that's something that's happened for three four five generations you know it's like you know um you know no offense to anybody but you know if mama was on welfare then grandma was on welfare the only thing i know is to be on welfare food stamps you know and and doing certain things it's that's trauma Mm -hmm. because that's that's an ex- life experience that 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 um, is not who you are, but it's a part of your environment. Yeah. And sometimes we allow our environment, the trauma of our environment to dictate our livelihood. And that's not the case. Mm-mm. You know, you got to have a vision. You got to have um, goals, aspirations to help push you out of a traumatic place. You know, for me, you know, being married and wanting to do better and wanting to be successful, especially when you and your, you know, your sister came along, even before you guys came along, but when you were born, cause you was born a year after we got married, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, whatever I was dealing with from a traumatic place or generational place, I knew I couldn't stay there because if I did that generational trauma would transfer to you. Yeah. That generational trauma would transfer to melody and, we both, me and your mom, made up in our minds that, okay, whatever we both were dealing with on our sides um, of family or experiences traumatically, whether it was um, through relationships or generational, but since we're talking about generational, we're keeping on that, that whatever we experienced generationally as far as trauma, we were going to be the end of that trauma and not allow those things to transfer to you and your sister. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that God did what he did with us shifting, you know, from Chicago to Florida, um, moving. moving and a lot of other things that took place, um, that we may not have wanted to do, but we had to do so that those traumas would be broken and that you and your sister wouldn't see or experience certain things that we experienced growing up. The good stuff, of course, mm-hmm. but some of the traumatic things, we were not we were strong enough to break those so that it did not transfer to you or your sister um yeah i was gonna say it it, it takes a strong person to want to break something that they're so comfortable in Ooh, you said something there. that's key and if i'm like you had mom and mom had you and it's like it was a unified decision to be like okay we're gonna stop this before mm-hmm. so it doesn't trickle down to our kids um Whatever, whatever trauma it was, but it's for sure doing it in unity, mm-hmm. you know. And that's important because, 
you said something. It goes back to what we've said before. Everybody needs somebody. Yep. I couldn't have did it by myself. She couldn't have did it by herself. But we made a conscious decision to do it together because we understood that at that point, it wasn't about us. It was about our children. It's about those connected to our children or connected to us and the places we were going. So when you, if anybody's out there struggling with trauma, just encourage you that, you know, you can break free and break out of it. If nothing else, but the mere fact that you're doing it, not just for yourself, but for the tribe that's connected to you, for other people that are looking for you to be in position to help them at the end of the day. So if nothing else motivates you, be motivated to know that you're doing it for somebody else. Mm -hmm. You're doing it to be a beacon of light for somebody else. Yeah, Doing it for your future generation. Yeah. And it, it makes a difference because sometimes we need something to spark us. Yeah. You know, to motivate us to go over and beyond what we've gone through and what we, what we feel because at the end of the day, it's not even about our emotions. You know, it's about being confident in who we're connected to, to get the tools and the resources to break out of it and then be disciplined enough to follow the course of action, to be successful. Part of our problem is we talk about trauma, but we don't do the necessary steps to be disciplined, to be healed from that trauma. Right. You know, um, you know, for an, this is just an example, uh, you know, AA, you're addicted to something you go to, you should, you, you should want to go to a group where others are to hear their stories, to get that support mm-hmm. system of accountability. So you don't give in, but if you don't have that accountability, then you go to a bar, you go someplace and you hang around the wrong crowd. Guess what? You're going to fall back into temptation right. and be bound again to that generational trauma that you fought so hard to be free from. Mm-hmm. And when you go in again, it's going to be even harder to come out. Yeah. I was going to say is people usually find hope in knowing that other people have conquered what mm-hmm. they're struggling with. And they, they get to use that as some type of beacon of light. It's like, okay, if you did this, I can do this, but it is a willingness to yeah. want to do it and to want to change. Cause if not, then you're just going to be in the same cycle. You know, like until you get to a point where it's like enough is enough. And they're like, I actually want to change. And that's one of my questions to you with this generation. So my generation growing up, it was a little different because some things, you were able to experience some things may have been swept under the rug. Some things you just did not talk about some things you never got information or privy to. What do you think is different? How do you think this generation is adjusting to their level of trauma um, compared to old school generations of how we dealt with trauma? Cause to be quite honest, we didn't, I don't think we dealt with a whole lot openly, but this right. generation is, is totally different. I think it's different because like when we go back to like some of the other podcasts that we've done about like talking about mental health and different things, people know that they're struggling Mm -hmm. with something and they're trying to figure out what it is. Um, So I feel like when it comes to trauma in this generation, they know Um, they have an idea of what it is, but sometimes it's hard if you don't have a, basically what we're saying, the right support group to, help them overcome what they're struggling with. Yeah. Cause a lot of people posted on social media. I'm like, of like, this is what I struggle with. This is what I do. Um, sometimes they ask for help, you know, and which is good, you know, and a lot of people may feel like insecure or feel like, Oh, I can't expose myself or I don't want to do this. But asking for help is a really good 
case because, you know, you get the support that you need. So I think, like you just said, the older the older generation kind of didn't um, discuss, I guess, feelings or discuss the traumatic experience. True. But I'm like, this generation knows. I feel like we know, and I feel like we're slowly opening up to this is what it is. This is what I dealt with. I, I still think it's under the radar for sure, but it's like slowly because no one wants to get deep. Nobody really wants to talk about the stuff that hurts or like yeah. they just bury it. And um, that's what a lot of people feel comfortable with. Um, so it's it's very interesting. I feel like we're not there yet, but it's better than what it was. Yeah. And it's so crazy because I think, too, there's a different that's a different understanding of and that's why this is so good talking about filling a gap is that there's a different understanding of how i think my generation looked at generational trauma and not being able to express it because of more so fear yeah than this generation which is more so hurt right so i think that is that's good very crucial too because we were afraid big mama found out i'm saying something but papa found out you know yeah yeah we're more in fear of what they was would do as opposed to really this generation who are going through and they're hurting mm-hmm. and they're crying out for help no matter what the circumstance or the situation would be. For me, it was more, okay, if I'm going to get tore off or this is going right. to happen to me. There's always a negative connotation, but it was out of fear, not because I was hurting, mm-hmm. but because I was afraid of my parents or afraid of the other person. When I think this generation may be more so just dealing with that hurt, not so much of the fear. You're right. I may be wrong, but what you think? No, I think that's right. I yeah. think there is a we are hurting and um just trying to figure it out. Um because it could be from relationships, from past people, from people who were saying they were gonna be there but weren't there. Like I feel like this generation has been open enough to attempt and give people um I would say a chance, but um through that e- traumatic experience, it has left people hurting. Because I don't think people are afraid anymore. No, if, not if they, anymore. If they weren't afraid, it wouldn't be you know, right. LGBTQ, all of that. You know, right, People are yeah. open about how they feel and what yeah. they want to represent You know, and what they've gone through. Right. But I do agree it is like a hurting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. And this generation is not afraid to, when the time comes, express themselves, which is so crucial when you're dealing with uh, so many different levels of trauma, so many different levels of uh, ethnicities and ability to be so diverse that we're able to just have those conversations. Um, and it's it's from generation to generation. It's different. And you can see that um, it is definitely something that is going to continue to be a topic of discussion mm-hmm. because um, trauma is real. Mental health is real. Um Knowing how to love yourself in spite of your past is key because, you know, how can you love um, others if you don't love yourself first? So I think being comfortable with who you are, understanding who you are can really help you go over and beyond when it comes to finding that closure and being healed from your own past experience. And that's something that we don't do enough of. Take that time to reflect. Find closure. Reflect, meditate, let people go who did you wrong, let the hurt go. Um, whether you call them or not, they may not even know they did something to you. Right. But you have control. Sometimes we give our power away that we don't need to. 
and they don't even know they got our power. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they don't even they ain't even thinking about us. None. You know, years have gone past and we still reflecting over something that happened five years ago because we haven't let it go. Right. So for all those out there, this is your time to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let, let it be. It go. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's key. Yeah. So, you know, generationally, I think that we have the ability, you guys have the ability to, you know, stop it. Yeah. Don't let it continue for your children and, you know, just next generation. So I think we did our part, you know, me and your mom, uh, the best we could. Mm -hmm. You know, granted, we weren't perfect. Granted, some things may have gone through the cracks. But when it comes to a lot of generational trauma, I think that you guys were protected from a lot of that, which has allowed you guys to go over and beyond and do things we did not do or have been able to do at your ages. Mm -hmm. So that alone for me shows that a lot of generational trauma and cycles were broken because of your, because of where you guys are now, how you're flourishing, you know, and you you know, you're you're doing it. I'm not going to say with ease because you have your own, you know, experiences, but with more success. Right. If that makes sense. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Tune to be better. Yeah. Easier. That's it. That's it. So again, if this has been something you've enjoyed, hit us up. Let us know. Connect with us. Subscribe. Like. If you want to sow, you can. You don't have to. But every bit you give is greatly appreciated as we continue to expand our reach. We need your support as well. So on that note. Yeah. Make sure you follow us on all of our platforms to be up to date with everything that we got going on. And if you're new, um, DM us other podcasts that you want to listen to or other topics that you want us to talk about. Um, and also do not forget to subscribe on YouTube. We're just getting started. So we're going to be seeing all the new people who subscribe. You might get a shout out on the next one. You never know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but make sure you go do that. It is filling the gap, filling the gap, filling the gap. Make sure you do that. Until next time, be blessed. See you.